Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Juan Mejia. Today we'll be studying Eruvin 94, Daf uh, Tzadi Dalit. Yesterday we uh, delved a little bit into the discursive culture of the rabbis and the Talmud and uh, showed through an example that uh, in in many cases uh, the most important thing that really drove rabbinic conversation was striving for the truth. Uh, today I have another example from our daf, uh, in which shows that this commitment to truth, that this commitment to consistency, to the health of the rabbinic discourse, uh, was also not free from a little humor and uh, uh, a little personal competition. It starts on the top of uh, of the Aleph uh, side of our daf, um, and it is a debate between uh, Shmuel and Rav, uh, two Amoraim from the first generation of Babylonian sages, and they're discussing the following uh, issue. What happens if you have two adjoining courtyards uh, they didn't do an Eruv, and uh, the middle wall, the wall that, that divides them, collapses, and it's Shabbat. Are you allowed to move things within this courtyard? Or because physically you have combined both properties, uh, the rights of each of the two owners of the two uh, individuals that own the courtyard block each other from from uh, carrying on on Shabbat, and the opinion of uh, Shmuel is that you can carry anything within your courtyard up to the place where the wall used to be. Uh, it is as if the wall still uh, existed. You can't actually take it from one courtyard to the other, but you can bring it up to the foundations of the wall. While Rav says that you you should only move it four uh, cubits, which is uh, uh, which means that you have restricted uh, the movement that you can do within this courtyard. And after bringing this this kind of cut and dry uh, halachic uh, ruling, the Gemara continues to explain where it comes from, and it actually comes from a. Uh, a an anecdote. Uh, Rav and Shmuel were sitting together on Shabbat in a courtyard, and lo and behold, the wall that separates them from the adjoining courtyard collapses. And Shmuel says, uh, "Just hang a um, make make a makeshift curtain with a uh, with a with a with a blanket, and and that will be fine." And the Gemara says. Uh, that Rav simply just turned his face away, showing his disapproval with uh, with Shmuel's uh, ruling. 
To which Shmuel's he says, uh, he calls him by his first name. Rav was actually a nickname. Uh, his name was Abba Aricha. He calls him Abba. If, if you're so bothered by this, why don't you, uh, we'll take a piece of your clothing and we'll reinforce our wall. Uh, rabbinic discourse was uh, really striving for the truth, but not uh, free of, of, of humor. And sometimes these personal uh, jibes between uh, between two uh, two Torah giants like like Robin Shmuel, um, and 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 the story actually ends there. Uh, the Talmud then goes and and analyzes it because actually building a a wall, building a wall, building this curtain with the blanket is unnecessary. Shmuel already said that you can transfer. Uh, property up to the place where the wall uh, used to be. So, so creating this makeshift uh, separation, this curtain, really doesn't create a, a separation or, or it doesn't change the way uh, Shmuel's ruling goes. And then the Gemara says, well, it's, it's just to preserve um, tzniut, to preserve modesty, right? Uh, let's, in, 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 in the ancient world, houses were not very big. And a lot of the living and the working and the sharing that went on in people's private homes actually happened in the courtyard. This was before air conditioning on a hot summer day in Babylonia. Uh, the family would be eating, uh, maybe not inside the house, but really outside in, the, in a shaded part of, of the courtyard. And all of a sudden, the wall collapses and you have uh, the Joneses next door uh, hearing every word you say and, and looking you eat. So, so Shmuel says, just make a division. It's, it's to preserve Tzni'ut. The Gemara then continues to ask the very uh, enticing question. If Rav was so opposed to Shmuel's uh, ruling, why didn't he say so? They were sitting together. Shmuel is actually... Uh, in order to create this uh, curtain, there is a violation of the halakha, according to Rav. You, you, could, you can see in your mind Shmuel's students bringing this blanket from, from somewhere and, and, and creating this separation. So why didn't he say anything? And the Talmud says, Atre di Shmuel Hava. This was Shmuel's turf. This was Shmuel's house. This was his city. Uh, part of the, of the rabbinic discourse of the rules of rabbinic discourse is that you respect the authority of your teacher or a colleague or somebody else in their own space um, so Rav was not going to criticize directly Shmuel in his own home or, and, and in his own rabbinic space which again gives us another great example of, of, of the derech eretz of the civility of rabbinic discourse uh, and then the Gemara asks, okay, well, if he's being so respectful, if he really doesn't uh, want to uh, to show his uh, his disagreement with Shmuel, then why did he turn his face? This is a this is a physical action. This is in many ways less polite than just raising an objection or asking Shmuel, why are you doing this? Um, this is this is sort of a visceral, like bodily reaction. I'm turning my face away, and. And the Talmud simply concludes, the lo nemru kishmuel svidale vehadarbe mishmaate. 
he turned his face just to, to make sure to show people that that he disagreed with Shmuel. So that lest people say, oh, he's now agreeing with Shmuel and, and he's gone back on his own way of, of doing things. So uh, here in this, in, in this daf, we see a particularly beautiful and successful example of how rabbinic discourse preserves the laws of civility, uh, uh, peppered with a little bit of humor, but at the same time, uh, each person is entitled to their own opinion and is entitled to their own uh, argument. And although we discuss civilly, at the end of the day, Rav thinks in one way and Shmuel thinks in the other, and, and these differences are preserved uh, and not just erased by uh, the process of discussing them. For Daily Daf Differently, this is Rabbi Juan Mejia. Shalom. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.